you, Bad Mary, for that too sweet playing. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 3, your HQ for all things comic book related. Just soy John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And I'm not that bilingual and by not that bilingual i mean not bilingual at all and i'm also very sick so i'm your co-host i'm your c oh oh i am the real life uh, puerto rican eric cartman according to a recent friends thread huh i'm charlie rivera and this is u.s comics cast happy comic book day john john happy comic book day to you charlie go ahead and file my um my little brother's new eric cartman moniker under the the news the haps as it were for the week because i did not see that coming charlie rivera aka the puerto rican eric cartman let me ponder that one for a minute the worst part is uh the direct comparison friend of the show uh, constant subscriber. He really only listens to the audio version, which is available anywhere you can hear podcasts, Apple <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, but the but the man who's about to be wed, Bobby Outson, was referred to as the Butters to my Eric <laughs> Cartman. And once you kind of get that vision right, in your head, right. it, it won't go away. If you guys are going to fill out the entire cast, then, then yeah, for sure. I would certainly, uh, I would certainly sign off on you as... Eric Cartman, but certainly that is not the least of the news that it's dropping. Uh, everything from damn Ezra Miller literally running his ass right out of the Flash franchise, running right out of the DC Extended Use plans. Um, if, you, if you're not in the know, if you have not jumped on board the fucking bandwagon at this point, do it because the new episode of Moon Knight that dropped today was straight so good great indiana jones meets the mummy original mummy uh fire just all that nostalgic egyptian goodness um thor love and thunder finally dropped the trailer even a a a, a veritable genius like we have in taika watiti still has a little bit of fan service in his tiny frail threesome having bones he's like you know what fine you want the uh, you want the trailer? I give you the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, that's my Taika Watiti. That's not. Fucking, if you not, can do better, let me hear it. I don't um, know if it's because I'm congested, but it sounds like you slipped the word "titty" into his name, which is now the only way I will yeah. refer to him. Taika, Taika Watiti. <laughs> exactly. Um, John. Uh, honestly, here... one titty is the, the exact opposite of what he would be. But you know, sometimes you you, you gotta. You got to be a little modest. I, I get that. Taika. Exactly right. John, I just want to take a moment to let everyone know uh, we are completely live today. We're on Facebook, oh, hell we're on yeah. YouTube. We're on the Purple Site Twitch. Uh, so feel free to comment along on what your opinions on uh, on everything. What your opinions are helps fuel our sometimes anger and rage. But uh, Thor, Love and Thunder... Uh, now the fourth most viewed trailer uh, of all time. So that's that's a good sign. Uh, I also want to mention, though, that I don't have COVID. I've uh, been tested many times. seems that I don't have the flu, so this is just allergies beating the hell out of me, maybe a little cold mix in. Uh, but, John, you're about to head 
to Boston. Yeah, uh, not yeah. To I film, was, not to I film Boondock Saints uh, 3, but to return to arguably the scene of the crime because I think you were the original outbreak monkey yeah. for COVID a few years while, ago. While I thoroughly appreciate your ham-fisted transition, I very much had my transition prepared for that, but you know what? We take it uh, when we get it. That's at least what all Charlie's ex-girlfriends used to say. Uh, yes, indeed. Charlie is right, and John's transition be damned. We are, and by we, I mean me, uh, we are headed to Boston, the scene, uh, the original scene of the crime. Oh, we got, we got the passes ready to go, and it is PAX East time yet again, kids. PAX East, who, uh, frankly, had been put on the back burner it had been canceled low these many COVID years. Uh, and as Charlie mentioned, I was at uh, um, the last PAX East to have been in the history books. It was literally on the cusp of the COVID outbreak. Um, the fact that I'm still standing here, the fact that I do not sound like Charlie at this point uh, for the last two years is somewhat of a miracle because just... Mouth agape, basement uh. dwellers. Uh, if anyone is unfamiliar uh, with PAX East, Charlie, if I may, um, PAX East is the New York Comic Con equivalent uh, for for video games, and and I would say the San Diego Comic Con uh, that would be the equivalent to PAX West for video games. A huge video game convention. If you're a gamer. If you're a casual tap, tap, tapper, just if you have somewhat of a 16-bit morbid curiosity, uh, this is the place to be. Vintage games, uh, uh, small uh, small producers, big-time, huge uh, video game production companies, games that are coming out, games that have huge DLCs coming. Um, it's, it's just out of this world. Now, Charlie... Uh, I'll throw it right back to you. You, if I'm not mistaken, you have never attended an exclusively video game conference, yes? No, and I'm desperate to. I, I, in fact, when you put on your lanyard, I was looking for mine because I, I, yeah, I no, could have sworn. No, I could have no, sworn this is like a team. Just you know what? I'm a, I'm a liar. I'm a liar because um, the, the, we did get uh, two of these did come uh, bundled together. It's just that. Uh, as everyone is familiar with, the gamer in question for U.S. Comics is Sergeant Finesse. So uh, I will be attending Paxis with Sergeant Finesse. Charlie, listen to you. Well, that's fine. Man. I'm going you to. Think uh, I'm going to drag going, you. I'm going to go to a board game uh, convention. Uh, it's called uh, Holy Shit. There's more games than just Monopoly, and, and I'm going with uh, with Ellis. That's that's a real thing. You know what's funny is that tabletop gaming is a huge component of PAX East, so ha 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 ha. But probably one of the most fun things about the upcoming convention, first and first mostly, is the fact that it's not occurring in my apartment. So just the fact that I can get out of the apartment, stretch the legs, most of the muscles have atrophied on me, uh, so that's pretty great. We can hopefully start building them back up like Neo plucked out of the slime in the Matrix. Um, but the fact of the matter is, it's occurring in Boston. I had a lot of fun writing the copy for today's uh, damn episode. 
in Boston where you don't have dinner, you have Sapa, where these video game nerds do not live in their parents' basements, they live in their cellar. Like, uh, the fucking Boston is a character in and of itself. If you have ever seen a Matt Damon movie, if you have ever seen a Ben Affleck movie, uh, if you have ever watched the Patriots lose to the Giants in the Super Bowl, uh, you know Boston. Like, you you just fucking know it. Um, It's wicked awesome. It's just fucking great. I'm going to have nothing but Sam Adams and video games uh, for the next four days and i i, I can't wait i borderline insist you you throw on a rosary and uh and just quote boondock saints for the entire trip right. how is that not a video game by the way like just the the how, saints in how prison is it how is it not a video game like That's, of I, all the fucking things that they attempted to squeeze a dollar out of troy duffy god bless that guy he knows how to squeeze a buck uh out of his fans how did that not happen yeah, I feel like I feel like that's uh th- there's a glaring hole. So when you get to Pax East, I think you grab one of those, Just ask those around scruffy nerf herders. Be like, you produce this thing my brother wants. Also, <laughs> all things related to WB two K twenty two. You go ahead and you grab me any free swag. They you have, want me bumper to uh, stickers. Keep my- now that's the funny thing about it is like video games are very much on the forefront. No longer is it something to be like you like you to to call yourself a gamer like there's no shame involved people have t-shirts made up and business cards i mean our very own sergeant finesse is a professional gaming streamer like that's how he pays his bills and the fact the funny thing about it is like we know multiple cats that fall into this category um and it, it, honestly something like pax east i'm not at all surprised we're getting requests and by we i mean me getting requests like hey keep your eye open for this Keep your eye open for that. Anything from these like custom controllers, specialty controllers. Uh, the Expo Hall is huge. Uh, literally what you would expect for if you've ever been to any kind of nerditude convention. That's what their Expo Hall is like. Exhibitors, uh, AAA publishers to huge developers, blockbuster games, new stuff that's coming out, uh, indie teams, what have you. There's special guests. There's bands. Um, there's a That's console awesome. free play, so you can, unlike a comic con, you can't just sit down and start drawing your own comics. Not enough, but where you're at the video game convention, you can sit down and play some stuff. Um, what else? They, they have huge panels, people speaking. Uh, um, the cosplay is nuts. That was the funny thing about it. The one thing that, that really surprised me more than anything else the first time that I went a couple of years ago, um, was the level of cosplay not not the sheer amount i expected some but the level of cosplay detail like these are not nobody was walking around like pac-man or you know uh fucking uh, um raccoon city pd these people were deep diving npc characters that you only knew of from like level 13 of a 12 level game these mother suckers were all about it um they're having tournaments um, there's like a literally a PC arena where you can bring your own setup and plug in and do what you got to do. No, uh, no, uh, Wi-Fi streaming though, which is actually somewhat surprising. Uh, you can bring though your whole goddamn tabletop console and and uh, hardwire plug in. Well, I uh, guess the, just to have enough Wi-Fi to cover that. Yeah, because they had it. They had it prior. They had it the oh, last really? time around, and it's in the same spot. It's at the Boston Convention uh, Exhibition Center. Um, 
But like, uh, you know, a uh, uh, friend friend of the show, Wayne and Karen, they're having this huge pin training thing. So Wayne and Karen, maybe next year. Uh, what else? What else? There's uh, like you like you had alluded to cheating on me uh, about. There's a big tabletop free play, huge huge area for tabletop uh, games. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I mean, there's just a ton of stuff like to go through. That, is there anything that really is like thing. tickling your anus? Like, what is what's getting you, Randy? Is it just the experience? Because again, ultimately, I think this is the first big huge thing you've been able to do in the in, in the tail end of the pandemic era other than christmas this is singularly the biggest thing uh that i have freaking attended because even like you know i just finished up a um just finished up a, a pair of shows uh, live theater shows uh yeah. but even there there was like uh, specific limitations there were certain things to take in consideration the first uh, even more so than the latter um Honestly, the fact that this is so available is probably yeah. the most uh, the most exciting thing for me. This is as close to normal, quote unquote normal, as I have seen since the last time that I was up in Baston, uh, walking around uh, with a wicked hot slapper. Like it, it was. Uh, this this is really the the closest to making those memories a reality again. So I'm all about the exhibition hall. I'm all about the cosplay. I'm all about picking things up, trying things out. I'm all about buying shit that I don't probably need. Um, as always, my number one game above all else, above the sports games, above the fucking role-playing games, above the shooters, my number one is always going to be, at least until something comes along to dethrone it, uh, it's always going to be Red Dead. Uh, and especially now that they they made it a point, uh, Rockstar did of separating uh, Red Dead Online from Red Dead Redemption Two proper, uh, which is still purchasable, whereas Red Dead Online is free to play. I'm really looking for news there. There's g give me something, give me something. I'm not talking about free beans. I'm not talking about a limited time clothing or item. Uh, I'm talking about give me some new DLC. Open up Mexico finally. Uh, uh, give us some new gameplay modes. Charlie and I are running roughshod all over the call to arms. Charlie damn near doubling my kill total like a monster that he I is. I am such a cheap player though. I like find a spot, and I'm I'm just I I, I will never I will never stop my playstyle, but I'll never defend my playstyle. I've never been good at video games, so I find something that works for you. I'm like I found a way to get in this <laughs> chimney. And I could shoot one round a minute, and I'm going to use them for headshots. Charlie's going to be the anti-Santa. He'll get himself into the chimney and just, like, sit at the top of it. Pluck, pluck, pluck. Snipe people from uh, from all the way. My favorite, though, is your stealing kills. That is such a... Char like, if this uh, was a driving best. game, Charlie stealing kills would be the equivalent of never touching the brakes. It's Charlie, true. if he's in a racing game, even if he's on a horse... He, this mother sucker will never touch the brakes. It's a thing of beauty. Uh, but also as well as you can have somebody under the barrel of your gun. You have literally poured six shots into them. And when that seventh is required to finish him off, here comes Charlie. And then I'm always confused. I have so much leftover ammo. Like I only used 38 rounds for 38 kills. These guys are easy, and it's because John used 400 bullets. Charlie's like, I, I, I killed 120. How many did you kill, Charlie? 
1064 <laughs> and I only use my knife. Okay, cool, cool. You're very good at the game. You <laughs> it is a wow. it is a personal it is a personal joy, but what's funny is Red Dead has really never had a lot of love by Rockstar shown for their online mode compared well, not, to GTA. No, 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 no. You know, so there's there's still this huge player base. Weren't you just telling me a screenshot from Red Dead recently won an award? Like that's yeah, incredible. So, so the the one thing, look, people people cannot like the time frame that it's set in because it's a, for lack of a more eloquent explanation, it's a cowboy game, right? So it's set in the old west, and and you're at the at the literally the tail end of the century. Um, so you're limited somewhat as far as the technology that's available. You're like horse, uh, you're on a horse or horse and bugging it. If you really are a baller, um, you got you got a weather to contend with. You, it's not always the same weather situation. It is a fucking outstanding game. It's a very smart game, but no one can deny whether they like it or not is that it's a beautiful game it is a gorgeous video game so like charlie alluded uh off of the message that i had sent him um a virtual like a a digital photography contest was won by a cat who took a screenshot of gameplay of red dead redemption it fucking won an award this is a game that is near on three years old. This is not a brand new game that just rolled out. This game has been around for years and years. Online started somewhat slowly. Like, you popped in, you were by yourself in every lobby, nothing to do. Yeah. Um, they, they got off to like a um, to a, to a Star Wars uh, Battlefront 2 level start. People are like, oh, well, too bad because the story mode is brilliant. You know, Henry yeah. Cavill uh, talks a lot about it. Obviously, we know him as a huge Witcher fan. As a huge, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, battle nerd. Battle. He's a huge, literally and figuratively, a huge nerd. Um, but he was talking about like one of the adaptations that he would love to sink his big British teeth into, um, now that he's done rooting Superman for me, um, is Red Dead Redemption. Because again, the stories are just tremendous. It's a very, very well-written, intricate story. And frankly, uh, I don't know anybody who's got 100% completion on the story mode. There's just so oh, there's much, so to do, much to so do, so much to find, and there must um, be people. But those those psychopaths, God bless them. I mean, like, if if those people are floating around out there, they have no time on their nerd fucking scale to to throw to comic books. So th- we wouldn't see them here. Like we're about the yeah. part timers. Um, exactly. But yeah, well, but that's so- that's the beautiful thing I think about. PAX East is it really does work for people like Sarge who's who's deep in the world of video games um, but also it works for people like like myself I, I would never consider myself a full-fledged gamer but God knows I love them love me some Red Dead love me some 2k22 WWE uh, some of those games are just awesome uh, and and that's the nice thing is is PAX East seems to serve uh, whatever level of video game nerd you are. Oh, yeah, they got know, something for everybody. Beginner all the way to the end. And I, and I think anyone who tried to argue that, got to call him a, a goddamn liar. There it like is. Like one there George Toy Boy oh, Lucas, because we George all know Lucas, before anything else, Han shot 
on first. top first. And I'm, uh, as prior mentioned, I'm using my Jesus Christ superstar uh, shot glass gifted to nice. me. Nice. Uh, damn straight by the the best stage manager in the biz. Thank you, Juliana and Andrew uh, as well. So I'm dying. Up, up. So this is I'm, this is I'm fake. This is I'll die. So you know yeah, this is gonna be up. for both of us. Uh, salute anyway for me and Charlie. <laughs> Ah, oh, that shot's so delicious. Cough, cough. Oh. Oh, I, I felt your, I felt your bile in that one. Gross. So, uh, going from going from that level of nerd, man. I, you mentioned Henry a second ago. Finally, we're starting to get some from real news from the Warner Brothers Discovery merger. For those not in the know, yeah. Discovery went and said, uh, we'll take that. We'll take that off your hands. You want to sell, we want to buy. And thus, Warner Bros. Discovery uh, is now a thing. Now, from my point of view, uh, out the gate, I wasn't particularly excited. This doesn't really mean anything to me. Uh, But Discovery doesn't have any cachet value. It's not like Warner Bros. Disney, Warner Bros. Starbucks, Warner Bros. U.S. Comics, like it doesn't yeah. have any chutzpah, as they. I say. was really hoping, like it's like a, a Warner Brothers Apple would have gave me hope, but uh, there have been some some meeting minutes leaked. There have been some insiders reporting out, and it was like news to my ears. Their first uh, tentpole beyond. Unmurking the waters when they look at the the DC comics, films, mess. and television disaster. They they really can't help but call it a mess. And they specifically were talking to what you and I were talking about just last week, which is one of the problems is for every bad property, there is a cult like fan base. So they need to just make decisions that feel right, that will help solidify the ground in which the DC, specifically films and television, uh, stand on. A lot of those television shows are wrapping up. A lot of these movies are kind of all but dead on arrival. Ezra Miller's Flash, which is set to reset the universe, is getting delayed again and again because Ezra can't stay out of trouble he allegedly out of jail but the most important thing the music to your little brother's ears was that the number one priority it's not the TV products it's not the films that are in development it's what are the tent poles of DC and it all starts with one man with a beautiful red cape, and that, of course, is fixing the Superman problem. Insiders reported out that their number one goal is to get some respect put back on that beautiful Superman shield and that S. Superman's name out your mother-sucking mouth. What's amazing is apparently out of these meetings came a lot of just confusion over what they called the mistreatment of the first superhero. Uh, So apparently a lot of their plans, regardless of what they keep, regardless of what they scrap, there's some stuff that's just bulletproof. They're not going to stop making uh, Peacemaker Season 2 
that's on. That's on and popping, and they're ultimately going to let that creator, they're going to let James Gunn do what he does, right? Because he writes every episode himself. He directs a bunch of the episodes. They're going to let him go and have fun with what's left of the Snyderverse. The other big deal that they made was with the Is Flash. Is it so even? Uh, you know, again, it, I think it. Um, I, I think it all comes down to, to opinion. But we got Andrew over Facebook uh, asking oh, if we're still getting the fingers. Michael B. Jordan Superman project. Yes, that's we are. the sort of stuff that is not really on shaky ground at this point. They didn't speak about canceling anything. Supergirl is still going to be a priority on the heels of uh, the new Flash movie that's going to see Batfleck come back. It's going to see Michael Keaton back as Batman, who he plays a big part in the Batgirl series. That's still on and popping. The Green Lantern Corps TV series is still going, but what they're really doing is they're putting a spotlight and they're going to put the money into Superman, they think the entirety of the universe can't live without. Something I, for a very long time, have felt was very, very true. Uh, Something like The Joker, right? A phenomenal movie, a beautiful standalone. It's it's an art house film with a big blockbuster appeal, right? Like, everyone fucking saw that movie. Pattinson's uh, Batman. Did really tremendously well for them. The streaming numbers from the first couple the second days. Second biggest COVID release. And what's beautiful about that, there's enough good that if they take that sort of commitment, that that the 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 rumor and innuendo out of this meeting was very much it was not what cousin Paul said regarding Charlie. John and I fighting over control. <laughs> Charlie. Uh you well, never run the comments. The it's a brand new, it's a brand new thing from you. But you can, you can run the comment section. Uh, they do I'll not want to bring back the Snyderverse. Sickness affecting your digits. Um, but ultimately, what they said was, "Don't worry about what's currently percolating. Don't worry about what happened before, and don't worry about what the masses think they want. Let's produce and let's create things." that we believe in. And that's the sort of attitude I think they've really struggled with. I'm going to kick it to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not smart enough to bring you into it. Yeah, but that, that would be smart. Do that you think, smart. do you think the right, the, the, do you think this is a good sign? Do you think this is the same bullshit every company talks before they have to produce anything? And have you, of any of the previous <clears throat> Superman pitches, that allegedly came up and gone. Was there one that you heard about that you really liked, Flyby or Kevin Smith's version? Is there any Superman project that got canceled that you were like, oh, I think that would have been really great? You mean other than my own that I pitched relentlessly? Yeah, I uh, mean, that's what they should do. They should just take fucking fan submissions because your idea is bulletproof. Well, unintended. Honestly, like uh, we used to joke about the Mets having a promotion a couple of years ago. If you buy two tickets, you get one free. If you buy three tickets, you get to play shortstop. Like, that's where fucking DC uh, should really be at this point because they're, to my to my point of view, they're largely beating their heads against the wall trying to determine... It's, it's a double-sided... Uh, it's, a, it's a double-edged blade. <clears throat> On one side, the executives, like the upper-level, higher floors in the building... They're beating their heads trying to determine what is it that people want to see. 
what do they want? We want to give them what they want. Want to give them what they want. Whereas the truly, in my opinion, again, gifted creators, they say, I'm going to tell you what you want. I'm going to give you something delicious that you're going to suck right down and talk about with your friends and nerds and loved ones heading home uh, after the fact or sitting on the couch if it's uh, straight to streaming. Um, so I, I think that's where the big divide is. But but to answer your question in the short form, no, I have not heard a pitch. Matter of fact, I sent you today the G-string fucking uh, of J.J. Abrams flyby uh, version of the proposed costumes. Hated them. Yellow boots on Superman. Stop it. And we're talking about this stuff as if like, well, boots don't make a movie, right? And And yes, that's true. But... I would argue that it's it speaks to the the lack of understanding of the character. So Joker, you had mentioned Joker prior. So we have gotten multiple awesome takes on Joker. Matter of fact, we got um, if you watch the extended uh, the extended uh, removed scene, uh, even more so. You got in the Batman yet another outstanding take on the Joker. Uh, Joker, they've they've largely been hits versus mitzes but you won't ever see the joker and be like hmm i wonder who that is you see the joker you know who he is he's also somewhat easy to write properly even more so the case when he's written wrong which is what i think jared leto's uh uh, joker was and it screamed like this is just some guy right this is not joker this is not he's hanging out with harley harley quinn was right joker wasn't right so when you're writing something, when you're composing it and putting it down on paper and then ultimately on film, digital, what have you, if they've missed the mark, it's going to show up big, right? It's going to be big on the fucking huge screen, sometimes in IMAX, and you're you're going to take a big shot and you're going to miss big. None of the Superman pitches, including Kevin's, sorry, Kevin Smith, you know we love you. Uh, have been on point. They just haven't. And I think it's for one reason and one reason only. It's the lack of involvement from comic book writers. People that, mm, I don't know, do that job on a daily basis. They've established who the character of Superman is, who the character of Wonder Woman is, who the character of the Joker is. Batman, look, somewhat easy, right? Somewhat easy. Spray paint the black. Put them on the road to vengeance. You're good to go. Let me um, ask you, you know this. What? There, there are secondary, tertiary characters that if you fuck up Superman, if you fuck up Joker, what 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 chance does Blue Beetle have? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's I think that's the thing that's always bothered me. And it and it comes it comes down to the 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 Snyderverse lovers versus the Snyderverse detesters. Because I don't think there's I don't think there's a lot of wiggle room with how you feel about those movies. One thing that came out of these early meetings was that they feel Superman not only has been underutilized, they feel like he's been mismanaged. And in uh, many yes. interviews, obviously with Henry Cavill, they they constantly are asking him what his status is. And again, I don't want to get into the Henry Cavill of it all, but one thing I do love about him as a person is that he seems to be every year able to be more and more honest with what he felt about uh, about Superman's treatment in that universe, that you never get to see Superman uh, 
be Superman. Now, I suspect, and I've always suspected this of the modern era of Superman, is there's a certain amount of shame of who Superman is for some reason. The red boots, the red underwears on the outside. Oh, the character the, you the, mean? The, the, the brightness of his suit. This is something that we haven't seen done right in live action form really since Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman with the last time he was in like Royal blue and a proper red ever since then. It's let's get rid of the crotch. Let's change the belt. Let's make the boots shorter. Let's make the boots taller. There seems to be where there doesn't seem to be any shame in kind of the Batman look. The silhouette of Batman is always the same. The silhouette of Superman is always the same. I'll give him credit for that. But the minute you look at details, they always seem to be trying to put him in navy. They hate his little his little underpants. Do you think that it's just a matter of up until now there's been a certain shame in the way that that character looks and also the fact that this character has all the power in the world and he's not a dick? Everyone always seems to try to turn Superman into a jealous ex or a guy who's underneath the surface just billowing with well, rage. We, we we talked about it just rel- relatively recently the 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 story, the version, the pitch that people seem to be able to wrap their minds around is if you're this guy, bad guy. Like that all-powerful fucking villain, if someone could do anything in the world that they want to do, they would be a dick. Uh, and the truth of the matter is it's very difficult to understand how someone who could do anything in the world with all this uh, God-given power elects to help people, to help other people, not to serve himself, but to serve uh, humanity when that cat is not even a human, uh, so to speak, either. And Andrew, Andrew, that's a, that's a dynamite drop. And so Andrew <clears throat> coming to us through the Facebook uh, chat, Superman shouldn't have to be, quote unquote, evil to be interesting. The Superman and Lois CW show has been the best live action interpretation in a long time. And I agree with you, Andrew. And that is, to my way of thinking, the best thing that has come out of the quote unquote Arrowverse. Because yeah. those shows, that storytelling, the way that they handle heroes there, and those are not A-listers you're seeing running around. Talk about mismanaged. Yeah, poor Superman has been uh, has been knocked about the head and neck, but his Kryptonian uh, sun-infused power body can take it. Some of these cats, these Bs, these Cs, these D-list characters poor cannot take it. Real quick, Charlie, I just want to run yeah. through because obviously we know they've established that Superman is DC. For all of the popularity, for all of the money that Batman has brought in, uh, the first thing I think, and I'm, maybe it's just maybe it's just my own uh, big blue Boy Scout uh, glasses that I'm seeing the world through, uh, but I say I think you say DC, you think Superman. Fucking Batman is almost a Marvel character at this stage in the game. Um, so you have the largely forgettable and ahead of time League of Super Pets. Who gives a shit? Black Adam. Now, Black Adam is an interesting thing because we also have been waiting for a long time for this flick. We've been waiting for for a long time for it just to be made because uh, Rocky Johnson has been attached to it forever. I feel like he was wrestling. He was fucking already been talking about Black Adam. Uh, when he was making the Scorpion King's movies, in the back of his head, he was pretending he was making a Black Adam flick. We're finally getting it. Um, I liked but didn't love uh, uh, Shazam. 
aka Cap the Real Captain Marvel. I liked it. I, I didn't love yeah. it. Uh, I didn't I'm dislike it. Worried that Black Adam is gonna be more like if you loved if you loved Shazam, yeah. But what if you didn't love Shazam? So now yeah. you're having, is he? Are they really gonna give him his proper due as an anti-hero? Not a bad guy, but not a hero. Like, be smart, DC. Come on. I, hopefully, got my fingers crossed. Um, again, we just mentioned Shazam: Fury of the Gods should be called the Shazam Squad ridiculous i'm i'll watch it i'm not super hyped for it um you mentioned it before batgirl's coming up now batgirl does have the benefit of carrying over uh fucking um our 1980s uh batman in all his black and yellow glory which i think is hot also you had mentioned prior again ezra miller running through realities this is going to be DC's version of the multiverse. So they're going to be picking and choosing yeah. little bits and pieces. Um, <laughs> Joker stream coming to us over from, uh, from the purple site over from Twitch as we're fucking doing it again, doing it, doing it and doing it Hawaii again. Um, I would just recast them as reverse flash at this point. I mean, it's you typecasting. Really almost do anything. Fucking uh, jerk. Aquaman, Aquaman and the lost kingdom. I, I I have actually come around on Aquaman. Uh, I was coming from a place of like, it, it was okay. I didn't love it. To now, I just don't like it. I think I, I think Aquaman is a bad movie. And you want to talk about the mistreatment or the mistreatment's a, not a, a great choice of words in my book. Um, I think he Shame. was just mismanaged. They just, another Jason character Momoa, they were just very ashamed of. They don't know who Aquaman is. That's the truth of it. If you thought that fucking Jason Momoa, cool guy Jason Momoa, was... You think Aquaman was fucking riding uh, riding seahorses that he was going to land Khaleesi? No, he was not. Jason yeah, right. Momoa... No way. On. It just was not going to happen. Um, it just wasn't going to happen. You know who my, who, who my character for Jason Momoa would have been. Fucking Lobo. Hello. Anyways, I don't talk about it. Uh, the Flash again, Ezra Miller. What the hell are you doing? Uh, and largely, they're counting on the Flash to do what needs to be done, as if his name was Doctor Strange. They're fuck. He's fucking that up. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle has his his own flick. Homeboy from Cobra Kai, uh, stepping in now. Blue Beetle is. I would put him on the level of Iron Man when Iron Man first dropped. Yeah. Iron Man was not an A lister, guys. Iron Man was a C lister. Not even a B. He was a C-lister. Uh, had some awesome storylines. A demon in a bottle. I mean, Aqu uh, Aquaman. Uh, Iron Man had some amazing comic book uh, history behind him. But sometimes that doesn't translate. People were yeah. not really all that familiar. Uh, and then fucking uh, John came out with that flick and it took off. Now he is he's an A-plus Lister, I think that that could very much be the case for Blue Beetle. It's an awesome character, and we're getting the the Reyes version, like the the 2.0 version. Um, let's see, Wonder Woman three. I mean, Wonder Woman two was such a fucking disappointment. Uh, it's hard so to do people. that. Worse, I guess. We'll see what happens. Now we're also getting the quote unquote Superman reboot, which is, to my way of thinking, it's gonna be an Elseworlds type story. Unless they're going to say, like, okay, no, this is our Superman, which, whatever, fine. But then what you're saying, though, is everything else that's been established, it's a restart. 
right? Unless you're going to have all these consistently moving parts. And the only one that I'm really, really super excited about is Zatanna. Yeah. Fucking Zatanna. Because Constantine, um, like we, we know, has been... Well, Constantine got treatment that, that he got. Magical characters, for whatever reason, unless they're named Doctor Strange... People fucking do whatever they want with him. Zatanna, you have a very specific list of rules that you had better stick to. Otherwise, shit is getting thrown at the screen. So, look. Like her Warner dad Brothers having a Discovery... convenient name. Zatanno. <laughs> um, the look, the, the they, two they things I want to see. Big, big job ahead of them. That's all I know. Now, one thing that they have going for them, like Joker Stream brought up, a lot of, uh, a lot of that stuff has a different option for a home. HBO Max, as a business model, getting some of these flicks, getting some of these TV shows, the quality dip, something that I do like as well as the chat seems to, is Superman and Lois. But there's been a big quality drop. Allegedly, yeah, that's because season to season. HBO Max has a lot less to do with it now. Um which is problematic so as we wrap up the arrowverse because a lot of that stuff's coming to an end i think having hbo max in your back pocket for some of these projects is a beautiful thing because it's going to allow them to have slightly lower stakes right because it's like a netflix movie as long as you're paying your monthly subscription it's justified i think we have an opportunity right now with warner brothers discovery uh to write the ship as much as one can because they they can produce greatness but but let me let me ask you this charlie because this was your topic um so so they've they've established yeah we want to fix what we have done to the superman mythos right so that's what they're saying we have the michael b jordan project uh in the pipe uh but like and even established well this is going to be this the superman of it all reboot or is it just going to be like an also as well as like they've already kind of said the Joker is the Batman is? Are they abandoning the extended universe content uh, concept altogether? They haven't even said that. Look, if they came down and said, "Look, we're just going to let creators create, play with our toys, and see what they come up with," they can use certain things together. Will it be confusing for some viewers? Sure, but now at this point, after twenty twenty five years. Of, of pretty consistent comic book movies, motherfuckers are already confused. Like, how many conversations had to be had before uh, uh, Far From Home? Yeah. Like, already there are um actuallys happening all over comic book properties, whether, like, what TV shows are connected to what movies and carryovers and what's not who's not a different version fucking peacemaker i've i've gone on record saying peacemaker is my absolute has been thus far moon knights punching strong um but the, thus far peacemaker has been my favorite comic book tv that they have produced even though again moon knight is nipping at his heels um but is peacemaker part of the Snyderverse? why because we saw like two familiar faces fucking one of the two faces is going to be running through realities in like five minutes if he's out of if he gets out of fucking jail in uh spam island um so so there's no really saying if if that exists in the snyder verse who knows who the fuck knows yeah i will say this as far as my money goes as far as my hope goes 
it's it's a version of let creators create and if mm. peacemaker exists in something that vaguely resembles the Snyderverse, if that's the batman we're making fun of it's if that's the aquaman who could pop in i'm perfectly fine with that because for all the discussions that far from home uh needed uh that movie still made a shit ton of money because ultimately it was a good on its own it lived on its own but it also lived as a joint venture of three dynamically different universes kind of collapsed on themselves and knowing those three universes helped that movie be extra special but not knowing all three certainly didn't make it unwatchable you just didn't know why yeah, everyone was like, so hyped oh, about some of the spider-man another spider-man cool 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 no, exactly yeah, i'm I, fine I, i'm fine I with it with man you, shut your but... mouth i'm fine with it being cool 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 john open your mouth now and let's pay some bills I mean, I guess we may as well. Uh, we had mentioned it before. He will be attending PAX East with me, not Charlie, because he is sick and likely wrapping it up. Um, it is Sergeant Finesse. You can find him here uh, on Facebook Gaming. You can find him over on the Purple site as well. Uh, multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content. Supported games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Definitely check out his posts over the next several days as we are attending PAX East. Uh, however, if you need to pick me up, and when I am strolling around the Boston Convention Center, I am likely to go over and follow the White Rabbit like Neo do to sneakenergy.com. Mm. Well, so good. Use code SGT at checkout if you're looking for some fresh new war merch. Gungala, 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 like my boy Casey Jones like to say. Uh, go over to geeksunleashed.com. Use code SARGE, S-A-R-G-E, and check out there. When the Sarge is on deck, yes, salute. When you're walking around PAX East, though, you follow. Charlie, what else you got? Nice. Uh, what am I absolute fit? When I don't feel well, I, I kind of, like, cocoon myself at night. I grab whatever puppy is willing to cuddle. And I throw in some tunage, right? Because my eyes hurt, can't wear my glasses, I need to listen to something. And luckily for me, the entire discography of one of my favorite bands of all time, Bad Mary, is available on every single music streaming site. Also, they're recording new music. Also, as well as they're doing some gigs now. Uh, you can follow them and all their adventures on their social medias. All of them are Bad Mary Band. If you want to support them financially, you can do so over on Patreon.com forward slash bad mary give him a follow find a favorite song at the end of this episode you're gonna hear another banger from him and it happens to be one of my top five bad mary songs but without further ado johnny boy yes now that i'm done yelling at you and i'm sorry about that i'm just fading fast kid is fucking anxious sorry Um, sorry hit us with your topic this week baby so so uh really quickly uh, so we talked about the propensity for Charlie's dying. Um, it's all right. We'll, we'll carry him. We'll carry him. So we talked about the propensity for power to corrupt for ultimate power to be a real temptation for certain cats. Um, and it can be obviously problematic. Uh, however, for whatever reason, those type of stories, I'm gonna go over here. So I'm not in the way of the logo. Um, those stories, stories do tend to land with most readers, viewers, what have you. Why is that? It's because we're like, yeah, I, I could see me doing that. If I got powers overnight, mm, I could see myself doing some dirt. 
Uh, it's gonna this be guy. more than just a passing. Charlie, don't just play a fucking single round of Red Dead with Charlie, uh, and you know he is gonna go for the proverbial low hanging fruit of kills. It's true. Uh, now that being said, we spoke about here the Superman stories that seem to be so so common. Take that into account, right? Uh, how can Superman be Superman when he could be fucking Ultraman? Sometimes, though, writers, creators, knowing human nature will take that shit into account and come up with such a fucking dynamic character. Like, just one of those characters you could just wrap your arms around and like, mm, you're so bad, I love you so much. Uh, and Booster Gold is one of those cats. Michael John God, Carter. I love Booster. John spelt J-O-N the way it's supposed to be. Um, he is, uh, again, DC Comics created by Dan Jurgens, Just an awesome, awesome uh, creator. Uh, the short version of who Booster Gold is. Booster Gold is the proverbial showboat, right? He is... Um, he is the, 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 he would be face man in the A team. If you were cool enough to have grown up in the eighties, like yours truly. Um, so the funny thing is he is not of our time or the, the time of the comics that, that he exists in. He is from their future. And, um, he's a guy that loves the limelight he wants to be the hero. He's not a shrinking violet. He wants to be up in lights, right? He's a hero. Uh, uh, he's, he's like not a reluctant hero like so many of the ones that we're reading about now. Um, but things didn't go well for our boy Booster. Uh, matter of fact, he, he laughably would have been one of those cats that like if he went left at a fork in the road, you knew, ah, oh, Blondie, you should have gone right. Um, so again, power set is great. His look is outstanding. Um, but the fact of the matter is that when things did not go well for him in the future, he said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to hit the rewind button in the old choose your own adventures books. His is the equivalent of just like, eh, I'm going to flip back to page 82 and try that shit again. Uh, let me respawn. Uh, and he came back in time with the benefit of all this future knowledge with the benefit of all this future tech, but also with the benefit of like that conversation that we all have had. If I could do it again, oh, if I could do it again, I would do this different. I would do that different. Uh, he has this opportunity. Uh, now, they did something very, very smart relatively early uh, in his run is they paired him up. Charlie, who would you say Booster Gold's best damn friend in the world is? Uh, that would be one classic Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle classic is right. The Ted Cord version of Blue Beetle. They paired him up. and like the Goggle a Twins. Verbial, oh, my goodness. It was honestly, there. it was like watching super-powered scrubs. Um, their relationship was just so dynamic. Um, it, honestly, it's God, love. That's all it is. The salt is even better with the pepper. The peanut butter, sorry, Charlie, is better because of the jelly. Um, and that was one of those situations. You know, we've seen pairings that should not have necessarily worked on paper end up elevating both parties. Um, the, the, the Green Brothers 
Green Arrow and Green Lantern had a very, very good similar run. Um, see, Cousin Paul knows. See, Charlie, when I'm talking, you run the chat. That's what we established. But I'll go ahead. I'll jump in. But you just did it. I was reaching for it. I know because because you're dying. And I I don't want these final moments of life to have to worry about chat. Uh, So Cousin Paul jumping in from YouTube. I'm a fan of Dan Jurgens and Booster Gold. I always like Booster Gold and Blue Beetle together. Super fun. And Cousin Paul is super right. Now, I do got to ask you, Charlie, is your first experience... Uh, of Booster Gold as a tandem with Blue Beetle? Or did you uh, know him as a standalone? No, or how Blue did, Beetle... How did you know him? Why are you Blue just Beetle, learning about him today? Blue Beetle came to me uh, solo. Uh, he was Booster featured... Gold. Booster Gold. Ah, okay. Booster Gold, sorry. Uh, Booster Gold came to me as a, as a single... And was a character that I remember everyone in the comic book shop was like, fucking Booster Gold's the titties. And I, I like read one of the many Booster Gold number ones that didn't involve Blue Beetle. And I was like, this guy sucks. This is not an interesting character. And I distinctly remember. Really? There was a comic book store by. Were you my, like, mm, this is hitting a little too close to home. What are they it, accusing me of? Exactly. I like look down at my Legionnaires ring and I'm like, you pricks. Uh, you got a, I, a blue star on your chest. You're like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I remember I got talked into buying the Blue Beetle number one at my comic book store. And the yeah. next week I go in and the guy's like, you like blue? Did, did you like uh, Booster Gold rather? And I was like, I got to tell you, pretty fucking terrible, huh? Like not a charming character at all. And he was like, hold on. And gifted me uh, a Blue Beetle Booster Gold issue like where they were together and i was like uh, it like completely informed the character in a totally different way it recontextualized his solo shit because booster by design is kind of an unlikable dude it's the reason we like him it's, it's, it's the classic ryan reynolds character it's like van wilder but with a fucking flight ring uh and when i tell you that getting to read that kind of classic team up this fucking comic book store knew what was up because I immediately was like, here's 30 bucks. How much of this content does 30 bucks get me? Give me the worst issues. Give me waterlogged books. I need to fucking read these two together. And the sum of them as a, as a tandem? Holy shit. The real dynamic duo for me for decades was Booster and Beetle. Uh, they just work off each other so fucking well. Yeah, no, you're right, and 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 there are certain characters out there uh, that elevate uh, according to a pairing, right? There's a reason why they uh, why they use that storytelling. There's only so many, uh, you know, lone figures running. I mean, how many fucking pairings is Batman gonna have? He's got 52 baby kittens going around his ankles on a constant basis in the Batcave, and he's like, "Bye, I hate cats." Uh, in any case. So, so we've established again, Booster Gold, just, nah, just outstanding. Uh, now, once you have a taste for a good character, whether uh, as a pairing, whether it's as a, uh, as a standalone, whether uh, you want to know kind of what's ahead for them, whether you want to know what their origins were, which is kind of like the inverse for Booster. Undoubtedly, from the original creator, one of the longest running mysteries about uh, about this whole character's 
um, kind of like a, a comic book world has recently been given up, given up like fucking it was prom night. Um, and frankly, I am chagrined. I am chagrined. I am not going to spoil it because hopefully we have put uh, people, newer fans, or at least like Booster Gold Curious. Uh, this is a safe space, guys. We will fly your flag. That's what high school's for. We are Being Booster allies. Gold Curious. We are allies here. So hopefully this will uh, uh, push people to go check out a couple of Booster Gold titles. If you want, you can jump in the comments. You could jump in our uh, slide in our DMs. We'll throw you some really good recos of some of the better uh, back issues to check out if you want like the be best of lineup. Um, but one of the longest running mysteries was Charlie. We know Blue Beetle. We know two Blue Beetles. But who the living fuck is Black Beetle? Who's Black Beetle? Since fucking 2006, 2007, if you have been down with the blue and gold, you have asked yourself on numerous occasions who Black Beetle was. The one thing that we did know was that he was a colossal pain in the blue and gold balls of Booster Gold. And uh, this is one of those situations. It would be as if Years and years into The Walking Dead, like out of the fucking blue, right before the end credits of like episode 6A, they said, oh, by the way, this is how the zombie apocalypse started. What? What? You're telling me now? You're telling me like this? That's it? That's it? Let me tell you guys, as a Booster Gold fan, both singular and as a part of the sandwich... I was all about who the fuck is Black Beetle? Who is this cat? And they fucking laid it in together. And it, it, it was one of the things, Charlie, I wasn't... It's not that I wasn't surprised that it wasn't like a my head pop off type of moment. It wasn't the manner in which they fucking told it. Um, it was just the fact that they fucking put it out there, dude. Like, they just laid it out there like, oh, by the way... Also, as well as this, I was shocked. I wasn't shocked by the answer. I was shocked on how the answer came to me. And honestly, with as open and out front as this cat is about pretty much all his thinking, he's like about me. He has never passed by a mirror that he did not like. And he makes no bones about it. I love unapologetic characters. I love characters like Deadpool, like Lobo, who I have mentioned prior. Um, I love characters like that because they make the, again, the big blue Boy Scout type characters, they make them shine even more. So like, this is a good guy because this motherfucker is me. This motherfucker is me. Um, I, I was, frankly, I, I was just shocked. So uh, I don't know, Charlie, have you, have you read the most recent... Like, are you aware of the spoiler-tastic uh, identity of Black Beetle? Okay. I am. So I, I just did found you it have a similar reaction? Or am I just oversensitive? Um, I, I think this is a case where you're a little bit more picky with your pull list than I am. Sure. This, to me, seemed like we were talking about it before. This was very low-hanging fruit. Um, I was disappointed, but I, I don't think I was. I was surprised at how annoyed you were. 
uh, by the reveal just because I feel like they've been disappointing me for years. Like anytime there's a good run and I think the seven issues that precede this one in the, in the blue and gold run, um, were fucking rock solid. So I was looking forward to part eight and then I was like, Oh, this is a little bit like Punisher putting down his guns and being in charge of the hand. Now. I don't know if I give a fuck. Like it felt very, when you're (sighs) reading, uh, when you're reading a book, a uh, whodunit, as it were. What's the one fucking rule that you are never ever to break? What's the line that you're never to cross? Uh, I don't know what. What is the rule? You never introduce the guy who did it immediately before the reveal. You fuck it all up. That is only. Uh, that is only maybe matched by the fucking. Uh, the, the the law and order rule of whoever the most well-known celebrity guest star is, that's who fucking did it. Every time. Folks, if you're ever lying in bed, if you're looking like Charlie, just sniffles, don't know what he got, miserable, cutting John off short because he's so sick, and you're laying in bed and it's 3 in the morning and your dog just wants to sit up on your lap and you're like, ah, I already have a blanket, get the fuck off me. And you're watching Law and Order because that's usually when it happens. Ba-bum, ba-bum, Wait for the guest star that you can identify. That's who did it. I guarantee you it is always, always the case. And you can think of me. Think of me when you when you realize that I'm right. Uh, but look, that's the fucking rule, dude. It was such... It was, it was such a, a, a fucking queef in the wind. I was really... I was really unhappy with how it was addressed, and also for the same for the for a similar reason of, look, Booster Gold has not had the publication run of yeah. some of his brethren, uh, even uh, as a standalone. Jamie Reyes as uh, Blue Beetle has had far more light, and I'll be honest with you, what, the people who I've had like test uh, conversations uh, for for before this show, most people know him best. From the fucking DC MMO, from DC Universe Online, they're like, "Oh yeah, Booster Gold." They I did a good I job didn't know with he him was there in the comics. They did a fucking outstanding game uh, job with him there. And you know why, Charlie? The answer is very simple. Because that game was written by comic book writers. Yeah. They know the characters. Same thing with fucking Hawkman and Hawkwoman. They wrote them so beautifully there in a game. They haven't done it yet on any of the shows. So uh, one of the, one other reason why I'm very like fingers crossed, nuts crossed, like everything is crossed that they don't fuck up Hawkman and presumably Hulk Woman in uh, uh, Black Adam, but we'll see. I mean, so they certainly look you're coughing up a lung. Uh, my question to you is this: So obviously we're of two different minds on Booster Gold. When was the last time that a question that you have had hanging between your ears? About a character, a group of characters, world, whatever, something fictional. I don't care if it's comic book, movie, TV show, whatever the case might be. Where when something hit, it either blew your fucking mind or let you down like nothing else you can think of as being deflating. Like, I'll, uh, I know, again, you're not feeling well. I'll take up up, up or down, whatever, whatever you got handy. I, I The one that I think hurt me in a unrepairable way like 
disappoint deflated my my balloon so much that no one will ever be able to hurt me like that again was the original hush reveal when they're like it's jason todd and i was like that doesn't make any fucking sense but my head is blown up and then they're like haha just fucking with you clayface bitch and i was like oh that makes more sense that oh just fucking with you it's this guy we introduced on the first page a la fucking csi miami where it's Bruce Wayne's buddy who sewed a face to look like Bruce. Like in that reveal, the hush reveal in a reveal, like the, the fucking Chinese nesting dolls of reveals for hush, each reveal was more disappointing. Now when I see them being like, guess who's back in the new 52? Hush, I audibly will boo. I'll be alone and I'll just boo. You're dumb and I hate you. You just hold the comic up to face like, boo, I hope you hear me. 2D uh, illustrated thing, boo. Do you remember that movie Cool World where fucking... Uh, of course. Uh, uh, Still in the uh, bank. Fight Club goes and smashes a cartoon character. I want a Cool World into the Hush comic. And I want to fucking put stupid Hush's face. Hush? Kinda. I want to curb stomp Hush, that piece of shit. All three versions of him. You sewed your face to look like Bruce Wayne. Shut the fuck up. Terrible job. There's all sorts of lines. That hurt me beyond repair. So now when they do reveals like fucking Black Beetle, I'm like, whatever. Fuck you, Hush. I still just show all my rage to Hush. What about you? See that. I mean, the fact that like he's walking around all bandaged up like that. It's just Now we know exactly why, because Charlie just had his willy-nilly way with him. Um... I hate to put it in these terms, but there have been so many. There have been so many. And <clears throat> I do worry. I do worry that um, I'm falling into that trap of like, I want this to end this way. This is how I want it to work out. This is the version of this solution that I imagine as being the case. And not even so much of like, haha, see, I was right. Because we all fall into that uh, category. Fucking God knows uh, uh, Game of Thrones has done that to us all. Yeah. Um, it's the but, kid in the wheelchair. He's the shut up show. Image Comics has done it to me pretty, probably most consistently. Um only because they're they're so very very good at like building up anticipation uh and where stories spawn is a really really big fucking culprit in that capacity um but you, you know what i would probably say my number one would be and we were just we just referenced it here a couple episodes ago westworld westworld loved 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 season one Loved season two, detested season three. And I don't want to say it's Jesse's fault because God knows uh, a lot of that fucking crystal can do fucked up things to you, maybe even send you to the future and, you know, take away your acting ability. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway. I think it was Jesse's damn fault. Damn, bitch. Uh, like she, she fucking made it. She, she got past Marilyn Manson. Just to have goddamn Jesse bring her down. Get the fuck out of here. And also, that was a similar situation where, like, we're going to introduce this person 
And now this is the most important person to this storytelling. What the fuck are you talking about? And that may have been a victim of like just running, like running it out too long, letting that line run too too long. Where now they're at the point where they need to do a fourth just to fix the fuck up. Yeah. You know they 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 they. I think they realize the error of their ways. Now, where comic books have the the advantage over something like long form TV shows or flicks or what have you, uh, they can undo shit overnight. From page to page, they can undo shit. Bring people back from the dead. Oh, this is an alien race. Oh, this is a different reality. Like every every tool is in their belt to undo an unpopular or an unfortunate choice. That was made from creator to creator. Would so you I'm be mad? Here. Would you be mad if Westworld had like a main character, like the man in black, wakes up and he's like, "What a horrible dream that all of season three was." Like, I don't um, know if I'd be offended. I'd be like, "Yeah, let's do run it back, season three again, though." If he, if he woke up, he's like, oh, "John was right. Season three sucked." Just puts the hat back on. Brrr, well, back to it. No, I wouldn't mind that at all. I wouldn't mind that at all. Because I am Booster Gold. I am not Superman. Anyways, anyways, uh, Charlie's not feeling well, so we're going to... No, yeah, I think let's we're going to cut up. it there, guys. Um, look, the bottom line is this. The best compliment that you can give, I think, a, a creator, a, a publisher, a movie maker, TV show, whatever the case might be, author, pick Nice choose, balls. Uh... Nice balls is always good. Uh, music maker, painter, I don't get it, whatever the case might be. The best compliment that you can give them, the way that you can show them the most, the most love, is to say like, "What about this though?" It, because it shows that you care. Yeah. It shows that you were invested in their creation. You were listening intently to their creator voice, and that shit matters. So. Me and Charlie are creators. Show us that you care. Tell us you hate us. Tell us we're wrong. Do it over and over and over again because we'll know the underlying message. You love us, bros and and sisses. Um, you know. No, Chris. Charlie's not going to PAX East. Son of a bitch. Why do you got to bring up a sore subject just because Charlie's on his deathbed? John is going alone. Also with Sergeant Finesse. But we're going to be up in Boston. Um, and Charlie's going to be getting his health and vim and vigor back. Uh, look, definitely check out uh, the the reveal of fucking uh, Black Beetle. Uh, tell me that I'm wrong. Uh, definitely check out the new uh, entries into the DC combined universe uh, with their new face, with their new foot forward. Uh, hopefully it's a strong one. But more than anything, jump in our comment section Jump in our uh, jump in our DMs. Hit us up. Look, we're always looking for guests to join us as well. Some of the people who are in chat have guested with us before. We'd love to have them back. We'd love to have new voices back. We love arguing with people, so uh, get at us about stuff like that too. Um, throw us a like. Throw us a follow. Do your due diligence. Keep us doing what we're doing for your simple entertainment. Uh, Charlie, we we hope you feel better, real real. Thank you, sir. Ready. If you see John um, at Pax East, give him a big hug and a kiss. John really really loves unsolicited touches. Also, give him money. He does love money. There's only one way that we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. John, you did all sorts of extra uh, lifting today. 
which I'll I appreciate. Because all I did was yell and scream. Why don't you do it one more time? Tell these, beautiful, tell these beautiful people how we end every episode. Oh, it is so simple. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume and you gotta ooh tune bad mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky save miss space girl we out <laughs>